You're listening to Steady Picks Radio. Steady Picks is your source for industry-leading sports betting data and the latest news and information to help you bet smarter and start winning. Go to www.steadypicks.com to learn all the ways that you can listen to Steady Picks Radio and let our expert hosts help you win some money. Remember, betting is more fun when you win. Steady Picks Radio, wake up and wager. Welcome back into the show. Happy Monday morning, March the 6th. And uh, what a weekend. Today I just want to recap the weekend. Take a few minutes. Think about what we've uh, what we watched, what we did. I think it's important as a, as a sports better to reflect a little bit sometimes. I think we're so busy always moving on to the next thing, moving on to the next one. That uh, it's good to sit back and just reflect on it for a moment. Where do we start is the real question. Uh, the golf tournament, what in a fantastic event the Arnold Palmer Invitational was this weekend. Heading into the last four or five holes, there were about 10 players in contention between 8-under and 7-under. For the tournament. All big names. Jordan Spieth. Uh, Scheffler. Uh, Hovland. Hatton. Some of the guys we had. Just the biggest names in golf. Besides John Rahm. Were around. On Sunday. Just absolutely fantastic golf, a fantastic product. And of course, in the end, it is one Kurt Kitayama that is able to get it done. Kurt Kitayama wins the Arnold Palmer Invitational. And I can't believe it either. The players that he beat on Sunday is just mind-blowing the other thing really is that like you think about how many mistakes everybody made Jordan Spieth may missed five or six putts in his final round eh, maybe four or five putts in his final round inside of 10 feet that all just missed the, the edge the right edge by like nothing Kirk Kitayama even had some mistakes. Hovland dumped the ball in the water late on the back nine. Hatton missed a couple putts. Like everywhere you look, it was somebody making mistakes. Kitayama had his fair share too. He had a couple mistakes down the stretch. But I guess not quite as bad. Rory McIlroy was in the mix too. Can't lie. I, I missed a couple of guys and Rory missed some putts and missed and did some things wrong. I mean, just all over, everywhere you look, just some mistakes. 
but it was a fantastic event. I got involved again just to fill everybody in on what I've actually bet outside of obviously what we talked about on Thursday. I got involved with John Rahm live um, with a free bet that I had. Obviously, that didn't work out. I got involved live on like uh, Friday morning, even when he was playing pretty well. And none of the other guys were at the top, and he was playing the Friday morning wind round, like without the wind. And all the guys below him were going to play Friday um, afternoon with all the wind. So I'm like, man, this is this is perfect, but uh, didn't work out. And then I also ended up with a live bet on uh, Kurt Kitayama. At plus 175, not a great number. Well, for the time, it was a good number. Um, bet that on, in the middle of the round yesterday on Sunday. Um, probably on the front nine because I'm, I'm sitting there looking at this. You know, most of Sunday, the only players in contention were Scotty Scheffler, Victor Hovland, Tyrell Hatton, And Kirk Kitayama. Those four. I had three of the four outrights before the tournament started. We had Scheffler, we had Hovland, we had Hatton. And I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, man, if this goes south and... Somehow Kirk Kitayama runs away with this. I'm going to be pissed that I didn't hedge something. So I placed a an appropriate sized hedge on Kirk Kitayama. Is uh, what I end up doing. Two units on Kirk Kitayama, which maybe was a bit aggressive. But Hatton and Hovland, like if Scheffler won, it might have been a bit aggressive. But uh, Hovland and Hatton were both. 30 to 1 plus uh, 31 and 36. <clears throat> so I do get home with Kirk Kitayama. He kind of saves the the weekend for me. It's still going to be a... It might, might have been a profitable one overall. I'll have to add this up here. Let's just do that real quick. We're on uh, Excel so we can see. Yeah, it's still about a unit loser <clears throat> on the weekend, even with the Kirk Kitayama live... Our top 20s did well. Um, Tyrell Hatton, obviously, top 20. Jason Day, top 20. But it just was not quite enough to get us over. So um, we'll move into to the Players' Championship next week. This week, looking to make some solid bets that give us some hedge opportunities or even get us a win. Over on the LPGA, LPGA Tour, quickly, uh, it seemed like we had a couple people interested in talking about the LPGA So, uh, on Twitter, so appreciate that very much. We've got uh, you know, a couple people on there that, that have supported us for such a long time, and we appreciate that. He said he's along for the journey, so hop in. Let's go. Um <laughs> If you look at how we did this week, we had a, just a handful of pretty small bets, all things considered. And we actually 
uh, nail the outright winner of Jin Young Co. If you'll remember that from Wednesday or Thursday last week. 20 to 1 winner. Uh, we did 0.3 units on that. So a six unit return in um, <laughs> LPGA is off to a great start. Five and a half units positive after you subtract out all the other outright bets that we had. Um, just wonderful. The course out there in Singapore was absolutely drop dead gorgeous. Um, the quality of golf is, is quite excellent. I watched a bit since it was, you know, nine o'clock at night. It started when nothing else was on. The quality of golf is quite good. I, I enjoyed it very much. And, uh, We'll go into the next one, which I don't think the next event is for a couple of weeks. When I was looking at the schedule, I think it's maybe the end of March is the next one. So we'll keep an eye on it. Um, obviously, just fantastic to, to head it out, right? I, I tweeted this out, too. I said, well, good news is we won the outright 20 to 1. Bad news is we probably had no idea what we're doing and just got lucky. Uh, but, you know, I joke about it, but in all seriousness, like, I put together this model and numbers for this. Did that help point us in the right direction? Absolutely. Did we get lucky? Absolutely. Um, because I don't know anything about any of these players. We're learning. And then somebody came on Twitter and started, made some crappy little comment. Like, I got the worst of the number. Something like that. And um, that really pissed me off. Just because people pop in, you know, I'm not the one to go after with bad content and lying and being a scumbag and all that. I'm not the person to come after for that. We do this show every single morning. I talk about every bet I make. I'm not afraid to lose and say I lost. Right? So, like, to just take a random shot with somebody I've never heard from ever was just like, dude, like, you don't even know what you're talking about. You don't know that this was the first week we did this. You don't know that we talked about the numbers that I had together. You know, we did this on Thursday for the show. Should I have done it earlier before the number moved? I, I guess. And once I cooled off a little, I eventually said like, yeah, you know what? I, I do agree with you. You can't get the worst of the number in the long term and win. That's certainly true. Certainly true. Um, two things. I think it's less important in the outright market. I don't, I think it's less important because even if she opened, I couldn't even find where she opened. Uh, but even if she opened 30 to one, the, the implied win probability between 30 to one and 21 is not as big as like, you know, when you're betting NBA and it moves from minus four to Minus four and a half to minus two and a half. Whatever. 
like your your implied probability does not sway drastically. The number might be a big move, thirty to one to twenty to one. You're like, wow, that's a big move, but like truly, the implied probability is not as high as you would think. And it doesn't mean it doesn't matter to get the best number. I just think it's all about how much the implied probability is swinging, is moving. So I don't know what Jin Young Co. opened at, but uh, apparently there was a better number at one point, and he couldn't just be happy for the fact that we picked an outright winner, and I literally even said, maybe I just got lucky. Maybe it was half the numbers, half the luck. I don't know, but we won the outright. Just couldn't, just had to say something negative. So, whatever. That's how people are going to be. And I want people to think I don't, I can't take the, take any criticism because I can certainly, I believe it's one of my better traits as a person is the, the ability to kind of take criticism and, internalize that and think about it and hopefully be, become better. What I don't like is little snarky attitude comments. If he had reached out and said, Hey man, you know, Jin Young Ko was, was 40 to one earlier in the week. It's really important. You get the best number lines come out on Tuesday. We'd be having a totally different conversation. I'd probably be saying how much I love this guy. But to just say, uh, you know, just to reply to my tweet where I said, you know, playfully like, oh, I might have gotten a little lucky and you got the worst of the number. Get out of here. Moving on. And don't worry about who it was. It literally, you can you can go look, but it wasn't anybody important. Just a nobody. Um, moving on to the NASCAR race. This is what I mean. We just a great weekend. Fantastic weekend. Um, NASCAR race went very, very well. We're going to cash a little bit in our DraftKings lineups. Uh, we did a double up that, we, that we're going to cash in, and we did a tournament for, I don't know, it was just a couple of bucks. I'm not, I just do the, the, the daily fantasy is fun. I mean, I try, of course, but, you know, I don't have, like, the the ideal strategy locked in and whatever. I'm just going off of what I like after watching everything. Um, we did have William Byron on the outright. Donnie has been doing some NASCAR stuff as well. Um, and he highly recommended a, a wager on Byron. Uh, so I did go ahead and do that. I don't remember if I talked about that on the show or if it was after the show. Um, but I did end up on William Byron. So we do win that outright at plus 850 is the number I got. As far as the bets we had made prior, Denny Hamlin looked like he was going to have a shot at winning at 11 to 1. Uh, Denny Hamlin won over uh, Ryan Blaney, no problem, on the head to head. Martin Truex and Christopher Bell was a head to head, actually lost. I mean, Martin Truex was running pretty darn good. For quite a while. Uh, he was even towards the front late, you know, in stage three, the final stage. 
Blastage. Um, let's look at the results here. So Christopher Bell ends up fifth. Martin Truex ends up seventh. That is such a shame because Martin Truex was ahead the entire race. Alex Bowman in outright. He was looking strong, going to have a chance. He also wins the top three, thankfully. He sneaks in on the top three. That was plus 500. We had a half a unit on that, so uh, two and a half unit gain there. And then uh, William Byron, half a unit, 4.3 total in, in net positive. And uh, that increases our our winning streak of events at for NASCAR. We've now profited in all four events that they've had this season. The Bush Classic, Daytona, Pallet Casino, and the Pennzoil 400 all have been profitable endeavors for us here, uh, which is just crazy. You know, to look at the, to see that we're up 24, just over 24 units on the year betting NASCAR, like, that's unbelievable. Unbelievable. And we're doing a really good job picking picking the right drivers. Obviously, I spend a lot of time uh, watching practice and, and that sort. Um, more time than you probably realize tracking the practices and everything else. It's very important. And uh, that's kind of how, you know, you end up on a guy like William Byron who... Donnie and I were watching the practice, the qualifying, all that, and it's like, huh, his car looks really good. Uh, in the fantasy league that I do, I took Bubba Wallace. Solid result for him, fourth place. That'll definitely get me some points over, over the field. Um, I had Hamlin most of the week picked. I changed it, like, at the last minute. Uh, on s yesterday morning at some point, and I was really hoping if Hamlin won, I'm like, I'm going to be pissed. But, uh, yeah, great event, great event. And then, finally, to wrap it up, Formula One was a, uh, a great race in Bahrain. I enjoyed watching it very, very much. Uh, Max Verstappen, our bet on Max Verstappen, was a winner. We bet minus 135. He closed minus 250 after all the practice and everything. Um, we also bet Fernando Alonso outright after, well, so just tell a quick story as an example of what you can do here. So on uh, Fandle, during the qualifying in the practice on Friday, I believe. The, the practice was for um, for Formula One. People just kept raving about how fast Fernando Alonso looked, right? He looks, he looks lightning quick, blah, blah, blah. He looks fantastic. And so I go looking for odds and... Um, FanDuel had him at the old odds before practice. So Alonzo was, uh, well, he was 18-1 to 1 to win the race. 
plus 170 to finish top three. Every other book had him somewhere in the like six, five, six, seven, eight to one range to win the race. And the podium finish, the top three finish was like minus 150. So I went on FanDuel. I saw that the odds were different. I went ahead and blasted those two bets because I knew they were going to end up being very plus EV because they left this up. Um, Alonzo ends up closing as like, uh, what was he, 10 to 1 or something? I think he closed that. I didn't see what he closed at the podium finish, but I know it was a good bet. Obviously, he doesn't win the race, but he does get on the podium. Plus 170, that's a winner. And we uh, take care of that. And then, uh, do <clears throat> yeah, obviously, Max Verstappen, we had that bet from the very beginning. Um, of the week, minus 135, I think. We'll see what they price the next race at, but I have a sneaky suspicion like Verstappen is going to be amazing this year. And like the number of him to win the race might not ever be big enough. So we'll see. But overall, great weekend. Thanks everybody for following along. I hope everyone else made a little buddy with me. This week, we had a good one. Uh, Steady Picks Radio, wake up and wager. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.